The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com, and I'm delighted to be back with you for yet another week. And today I'm with uh, my guest, Jeanette Basson-Wood, and we're going to talk about how to be a great parent as well as a busy professional. Um, firstly, though, I would like to say a big thank you to David Keane, who last week shared some fabulous lessons on pitching and how to win new business. And uh, I certainly took a number of ideas away from that. And if you're ever kind of looking to um, competitively win business, make sure you listen to that recording, because some of the tips in there, I honestly believe, could make you a fortune. Last Friday was my, my 45th birthday, and, and it marked 30 years since I first got my uh, my first guitar and one of my heroes was a guitarist called Brian May from Queen and guess what my wife bought concert tickets to see him play for me on my birthday and I had the opportunity to exchange a few words with him as well afterwards which was fantastic um, it was a rare evening away from the children with our, our friend kindly child sitting we went home smiling from ear to ear and particularly laughing at the fact that my wife took a photo of myself and Brian Maine and actually had a finger over the uh, completely over his face on the picture and what was left was blurred uh, but sometimes you know you've just got to get away and make time for yourself away from the kids. Uh, for a few hours we felt really carefree again and life really did seem in balance. But balancing a busy work life with being a great parent, it's, it's not always easy, is it? And there's always seems to be compromises that you've got to make. And when, when, when you, we've got two children and I therefore know that situation really well. Am I giving each of them enough attention? Um, am I helping to develop them the best way that I possibly can? You know, are they going to turn out happy and fulfilled? You can be because you can be a striving or successful entrepreneur or top executive. However, is it all worthwhile if your family think that you're not there for them? I remember talking to one executive who was telling me that um, he hadn't had time for his children when he was they were young, and I think they'd gone away to a boarding school or something. And now that he was older, he wanted to spend time with him with them, and they didn't want to spend time with him. So, you know, can you blame them? So I'm therefore I'm delighted to be talking today with, with Jeanette Bassonwood. She's an entrepreneur, a teacher, an author, an international speaker. She runs her own highly successful business alongside being a mother to four lively teenagers. Her innovative thinking accelerates children's development and learning. Her first book was published in 2008. Um, after appearing on Teachers TV, she now speaks internationally and she designs and presents neuroscientific ways of teaching and engaging children in learning. 
She's written different child development tools, including Squiggle While You Wiggle and her handwriting exercise, the Doe Disco, which is famous across the world. It's had 19,000 hits on YouTube. Society cohesion relies on family, and Jeanette has created ways to build family unity. Um, Jeanette Shares TV show is based on this, and a series about cheap, exciting ways to have family fun over the summer is being filmed. Jeanette has a unique talent for impacting change, and she's a really natural, effervescent and determined uh, character. I saw her speak last year at a, a professional speaking event conference, and she absolutely engaged everybody with her, her personality and her sense of humor and uh, really the ability to really be herself. So it's a pleasure today to welcome Jeanette Bassam-Wood. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me on your show. You're very welcome. Now, the first thing we should probably say is that uh, Jeanette's got an accent. So, Jeanette, where do you come from? I come from just near Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. So that makes you a Geordie? Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> so a similar neck of the woods to Cheryl Cole, if anybody knows who Cheryl Cole is. Yeah, but I'm not as skinny as her. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let's start really by asking you, Jeanette, I mean, from your experience, what are some of the challenges that you've found that executives and entrepreneurs when it comes to balancing work and family? I think it's the word balance in itself because it, the word balance just brings so much guilt in, it, in itself because you can be, as an entrepreneur, you can be so absorbed in your own business and the success of your own business and the desire to create more success that you almost become lost in your own world. I know when I'm running my business, I'm constantly thinking in the middle of the night of new marketing ideas and then I get up very early in the morning and then do them and then I suddenly realize that I've got four children in bed who need getting up and getting on the school bus. And it's almost like a, a guilt within me that I think, oh, you know, I need to do this because they're my children. Um, but also it's it's creating that time for them so that they feel valued as well. Because as we all know, as entrepreneurs, you can work on your business 24-7 um, and, the, and there's that drive to focus on it, to drive it forward. But then other things have to give. And I've never really met many people who have the balance there because there's always that guilt in your mind if you spend too much time with your family and you're having a lovely family time say a holiday or even just a day out together then you feel guilty for your business because you think oh no I haven't checked my emails in two hours you know it's that kind of I think guilt is the word really I guess as well, we, we, we kind of have so much energy to, to go around, don't we? And, you know, you've got, it requires a lot of energy to, to be entrepreneurial and to move things forward. But it also requires a lot of energy. I can't imagine what it's like having four children. I know with our two, you know, sometimes as a relative once, of my once said, you know, you feel like you deserve a round of applause just to actually start work when you come. <laughs> you've got four. So, you know, you know more about that than I do. I think it's, I think once you've got two children, I always remember going from one to two. And as a mum, I worried about if I could love the second child as much as I love the first child. And uh, then when she was born, obviously your love just gets bigger. And I think with four, it really is entrepreneurial almost because you have to learn to manage your time so well. 
you have to learn to make sure that you are so organized within an inch of your life so that nothing can go wrong. Because it's always that case when you work, isn't it? As you're going out the door to a meeting and you feel like you, you've, you've achieved that organization, someone's always forgot their PE socks. It's <laughs> always the way with me. And so I always buy about seven pairs of PE socks. Uh, and it still doesn't work. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a real skill managing a big family. But I think two, one, two children is still, it still requires a lot of skill with, a, with working as well. And, and I guess you always get those moments to get poorly too, so you can get called to pick one of them up or it, it, it can throw in things that kind of disrupt your day. Yeah, um, the other day when I was working at home and I was writing um, my new book and then the school called and somebody had broke their glasses and could I take their glasses down and the, and the school's only about 15 minutes drive but when you're in mid-flow as a writer you, you feel a sense of frustration thinking they can just manage without their glasses for an hour while I carry on but then you, you know the parent within you kicks in and you need to go down and take that child the glasses and I think it's you've got to have the the skills within you haven't you to be able to switch off from your business as well to become a family member because especially with social media now it's very easy to be with your family but not actually be with your family oh very much so and very easy if you're if you're doing things like writing to actually be with your family but be thinking about that <laughs> yes, what is going to happen next in that book? Or, but I always, when I read on Twitter, uh, other authors who are um, writing, but they're like, oh, I'm so in the flow and I'm doing this and I've locked myself in a room and I think, oh, I would love to do that, but I know come four o'clock when the school bus comes in, somebody would be knocking on my door wanting to come in and see me and of course have that conversation about your day and I think that's the thing as well with entrepreneurs is late at night if you work nine to five then at five o'clock you can come home and be at home but with entrepreneurs often your work is within your home and now with the internet and everything else you're very accessible from or 24 7 aren't you really yeah we should say that Jeanette's actually working from a school today, so I think you're using school equipment at the moment. So you know, I am sorry. Moment, so please uh, be forgiving for that. If you hear any children in the background at all, that's. Uh, you know. <laughs> I know. I think some were just going home there. Quarter past four here as well. <laughs> so no, we, we see we see this, you know, really dysfunctional families on the TV and there's shows. We have one in the UK. I know they have it in the United States, the Jeremy Kyle show. And, you know, the reality though, surely, I've seen those programs a few times and I find it quite fascinating because it actually, actually opens up to me a spectrum of society that I don't with in my work. Most people's lives aren't like that, are they? I mean, they're not all, all fighting. However, if kids in general get to deal in 2013 with how, how busy we are with our careers and things like that? I think it was different, wasn't it, when we were younger because a lot of mums didn't work and it was frowned upon if mums worked. Now, both parents tend to work if you've got two parents. Family makeup is different in 2013. Um, I was talking about how when children first come into school, what teachers tend to do is talk about their family. And I was saying yesterday, 
birthday to a group of teachers, but actually the modern family is very different. You know, you a lot of children have two parents, but they might not be their biological parents, for example. They might be an overlapping family where it's two marriages coming in. So the, the and, and usually now both parents work. And I don't think the modern child gets a rough deal, but I don't think the freedom is there for the modern child. I think there's so much electrics out there that it's easy to parent via electrics, really, rather than actually um, spending time with your children. It's often nice, and you know I'm as guilty as anybody, when my boys come in and they go on the uh, PSP kind of thing and they can be there for about three hours but it's like peace for me but then I think to myself I must get them off sorry can you hear those children (laughs) (laughs) no you're okay don't we (laughs) they're happy that's a good thing still at school (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I I guess as well you know children our children get dropped off in the morning for about eight eight o'clock something like that and then we pick them up at Six o'clock. So they have quite a long day. You know, for me, for me, when I was at school, it was a, uh, you know, being dropped off at nine o'clock and being picked up at quarter past three. And I think as well, you know, there's a there's a pressure on the modern child that wasn't there when when we were younger because the modern child needs to wear the brands. The brands are all there in society. And um, I always said when I first had my children, I would never buy them brands. They would just wear, you know, the that whatever was was affordable but as as they approached about eight years old then I was letting them choose trainers that were a brand because their friends had the same brand and it was just really difficult because I thought to myself actually what I thought I'd be doing as a parent isn't actually what I'm doing I was just giving in and now I can't imagine you know I can't imagine my daughters for example not having the right shoes or the right hair pieces or the right makeup you know which when I was their age I didn't have any of that in fact I remember once getting bought a tube skirt and I was really excited about that (laughs) (laughs) I try and explain to mine when my my eldest son had his seventh birthday recently and got a huge amount of presents. And mm. he said to me, Dad, what did you get for your seventh birthday? And it's funny, I can really remember what I got for my seventh birthday. And it was a, it was all I wanted. And it was a nature encyclopedia. And I was <laughs> pleased with it. And that was it. I think I maybe got a, you know, a, a few pounds from a relative and maybe a voucher. But that was my present. And I was over the moon with it. But, uh, you know, today... Uh, we seem, the presents sometimes seem to come in truckloads. I think as well, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter is 16 and she's got her prom next week. And um, when we were buying her dress, we had this whole promness going on. And people in America will appreciate the prom, but it's only just come to the UK. And uh, we were choosing the prom dress and she said, oh, mummy, she said, what, what, what was your prom dress like? And I said, Jasmine. It was a disco. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we had. We didn't have a prom. <laughs> and it, it's that it's that thing now. They can't believe that you didn't do that. You know, you didn't have a prom. You just had a disco. And she said, we're not even having a sit-down dinner. We're having a finger buffet. <laughs> I thought you'd have been lucky if you had a packet of crisps at my disco. <laughs> Well, I have to I have to say, you know, go to, to my child's school anyway, and and the nurseries that my child go to, 
I think the the way that they're looked after and cared for, and the way they're treated, is is quite different to my experience of school. And I, I'm I marvel at it actually. I, I think uh, it's come a long way. So I suppose we can we can have a bit of a downer about uh, the situation today and the amount of time we can spend with them. But I do certainly, from my experience, I'm seeing education being better and the environment. And it's nice to hear somebody say that because obviously, uh, you know, it, it's bashed a lot. But I think there's so much opportunity for children in education. And the, the, from a very early age, from the daycare perspective, the levels of daycare now are phenomenal. And the work that they do around the child and to make that child feel at home and to develop and progress at their own pace is absolutely fantastic. So I've just got about two minutes before to go, we go to commercial break. Um, in, in our house, we have something that we call iPaddies. Uh, that's when we take the iPod off our children as they've spent too long on it. They seem to lose the plot. I mean, what, from your perspective, are the consequences of new technology on the development of children? I think it's actually that. I think it's to do with their brains, that the stimulation from long-term effects on the brain from being in front of electrics has that effect, like you call it, the iPaddies. We actually have now um, a countdown system in the house before we go out where we inform everyone on electrics that we are going out in five minutes and everybody says, I've got three minutes 36 left of this game and we go, okay, well, that's good because it's five minutes. Now we've got four minutes. Now, but before I actually did that, I I used to go, I'm, we're going out, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And you know where you build yourself into a frenzy. Yes. And in the end, I would be like, I'm going to just switch it off at the plug. But now I've learned that actually so that because as soon as you remove it instantly, it triggers something in the brain, which then does your technical term of the iPad, which is a brilliant brilliant term so just having that countdown approach means it's a much smoother calmer transition between the electric and whatever you want them to do next excellent well we're going to go to commercial break and we shall be back with you again in just a couple of minutes when it comes to business you'll find the experts here Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kirk Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. 
Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com. I'm with Jeanette Bassonwood. We're talking about how to be a great parent as well as a busy professional. So, uh, Jeanette, what are the differences between uh, children and their parents. I'm, I'm asking this for uh, sort of an interesting reason because I, I know that you think uh, there's some interesting parallels in the workplace. I think there's a difference between the, the difference between them is that parents are just grown up children, and I think it's about the 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 way that we behave as parents with our children that affects children, and also. It, it's a good learning because it's it's the things that you, your child, when your child annoys you, usually it's a similar thing to somebody at work, I always think, uh, in some ways. I think, you know, when somebody's uh, uh, whining uh, like a child all the time, with a child you can understand that, but in adults it's very difficult to understand that. So I think our children have lots of lessons for us as well as adults. So, so that, that's quite interesting. So... So actually, you think that an adult is a child that's uh, not necessarily grown up? No, I no, I think they've grown up. I just think we've all got that child. We've always still got that child within us. You know, that's why um, some people still like cars, but then they like to buy them on a bigger scale and actually drive them, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play guitars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Try and be a... Um, go back to your dream of being a, a rock star and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, as a child... And I've just discovered, I, I actually, for my birthday, I trekked myself to a mountain bike and uh, and I took, took my little son out the other day and I, I can whiz around on the thing because I used to whiz around on my bike all the time as a kid. Yeah. And, uh, I absolutely loved it and just that, that sort of carefreeness of going too fast down hills and things like that. It just took me back to that childlike fun again, really. That, I think that's what every adult needs to get in touch with and I think that's what children are great for. And the other thing that children are great for is honesty because if you want to know something, I, I remember when I first started teaching and um, I was particularly tired and um, I had quite bad spots on one side of my face and I'd covered them totally with cover-up and I was sat next to this child and he, and he said, oh, your spots are so bad. You know, that kind of, <laughs> and you want to move away then and cry in the corner. But, but they've got that honesty. And the other thing that they've got is awe and wonder. That, that's what amazes me about children. And I often wonder in adults, when do we, when do we lose that awe and wonder that a child has, that ability to look at a cloud and think, wow, there's a massive dragon. And then as adults, we don't, really feel like that anymore maybe it's the mortgage or you know I don't know bills to pay other people but I think 
children are a great example of, you know, I, I was thinking about a Tarsi swing, you know, where you have a rope and a stick on a tree. Tarsi swing. Tarsi swing, we oh, call it. It's Tarzan down here. Yeah, Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when, when you're swinging on it, it's just so exciting because it's that, it's that, danger a bit like you going down the hill on your bike but as adults we steer away from that don't we we steer away from that danger and we kind of stick to the safe and then when we become parents we we want to we don't often allow our children to do things that perhaps we we did when we were younger that actually quite good fun Yes, I had my seven-year-old coming down a big, a big hill, which was really rough the other day. And uh, he's, you know, when he went down the hill, your face was shaking, and he got down, he got down the bottom, and he was he couldn't stop smiling. He couldn't stop smiling till he went to bed. He said it was so much fun. Um, uh, but it, you know, you know a little bit in me for start saying, should I let him do it? Should I not? And yeah. I thought, well, you know, what the heck? <laughs> well, has he got knee pads, elbow pads? insurance and a massive crash helmet you didn't let him go down that hill did you (laughs) (laughs) and i think that even just something simple like rolling down a grass hill you don't really see people anymore just rolling down a grass hill and i always remember when i was younger just the pure pleasure of rolling down a hill it just it, it's the stimulation and the chemicals that, that it produces in your brain, obviously, as well as like when you were going down the hill. But what people don't realize is when you induce that kind of serotonin into a child's brain, you also create huge impact on memory. So for that, for your son now, that memory will be in there and he'll remember that. And when he's a parent, he'll take his child and let him roll down a hill, uh, bike down a hill to feel that sensation he had, you know, which is a, as a parent, that, that is an amazing thing, isn't it? To have that impact on somebody else. De- definitely. So how, how do you recommend that you, I'm going to use the word balance, um, parenting, and working and modern life today? I think you have to give yourself permission to believe that you're doing it right, despite everything. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's so many, you know, especially now because if food is a big issue isn't it with 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 um children with your children it's kind of like five a day and then you can read somewhere where it says no you mustn't have five pieces of fruit a day that's too much sugar so you stop doing that and then you you know my children are all teenagers they're 16 15 14 and 13 and they don't want to eat i've made beautiful um mince pies for tea tonight but I know if I said oh do you know what let's not have that let's have takeaway everybody would want takeaway (laughs) yes it's that fine balance between the two and so I think you have to give yourself permission to to allow yourself to make the right choices and I think intuition comes big into this I got, I got a, I noticed on, on social media about this show, there's a, a lady who was on, on the show a few months ago, Dr. Meryl Coslow, who's a real estate expert from Florida. Um, great, per, great person. And she dropped a note sort of saying you kind of have to, you have to, I think the words were, give yourself permission not to be perfect. Yeah. 
I think that's exactly right. I think there isn't a perfect parent. I think we'd all like to be one. I know I would love it if somebody said you are perfect, but I know I'm very much not because I'm trying to run a business. And I think that's the word I'm trying too hard. And therefore, if you've got permission not to be, then it's okay to just be, isn't it? And I think, you know, I think happiness is is a, is a very you know overused word now, but there's no, never a happier time in my house than when we're all sat at the tea table having our tea. You will call it dinner, won't you, Christopher, down in in the south? Oh no, I, I'm from I'm from the north originally. Do you like to call, I call it tea? I call it, I call it tea and, and <laughs> confuse people. <laughs> but there's just that simple time around the tea table is one of the happiest times and it's at that time when I'm sat at the head of the table and I'm looking at everybody I think actually we're all right you know it's not perfect um as the lady said but it is I'm all right we're okay we're all together and I think that's really important and that's the key is valuing those small pockets of time together Hmm. maybe balance and forgiveness could go together yeah and I suppose it's also not to make too much of it when it doesn't work out perfectly because I know sometimes sometimes with young children you know we have we have lovely meals times together and then occasionally we have a complete nightmare when one throws a fit or <laughs> throws his food at the other one and the other one ret- retaliates and um, yeah <laughs> and I think that's part of it, though. That's part of it. And they're the bits for me um, with, that people don't talk about. They don't talk about iPaddies and they don't talk about um, when, when their children are on the tea table because we're nice people. You know, we don't want our children to behave like that. But actually, they do. And, and, and everybody's children behaves like that and I think that's part of the forgiveness is parents coming together and saying actually do you know what I feel like this there was a big thing recently um, in the news where a a reporter um, I think it was for the Guardian wrote that as a dad he 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 actually found his family a little bit irritating because he it it took so much time but it made me laugh because his wife didn't work and it said when he came in from work she said right it's your turn and she took the wine and went and sat in front of the television and he had to do bath time (laughs) (laughs) and I thought you know what if I'd been at work all day I'd be quite resentful not of my children but more of her sat downstairs having a wine because it would be much easier if you did it together it would just be quicker and easier wouldn't it indeed wouldn't it (laughs) it's not always possible but it would be nice (laughs) now we've always have had a star chart uh, relating to rewards for good behavior we've sort of used that with a seven seven year old and sometimes it works really well not not always uh, actually actually a couple of nights ago my three-year-old said um said mommy if i um have i been a good if i um, had a stars would and uh, with this week would i have got lots of stars and she said yes You've been a very good boy. He said, "Good. Can I have a present then?" So he's, <laughs> he's already he's already starting to understand what it might mean. Um, yeah. What's your view on on sort of discipline and behaviour and rewards? Now, this is a big question, isn't it? Because um, when I was parented, and I think parents learn parenting from their parents. That that for me is where I'm coming from. And my mum was very much 
in charge of of her three children and I was the oldest and you di- you were scared I was scared of my mom um I loved her but I was scared of her if she said eat your tea you ate your tea if she said come down here you did you would never disrespect her or I would have never dreamed of questioning her at all and so that's how I kind of parent my children in a very similar way. I'm the boss and you do what I say. And I've recently, over about the past year, started to question my parenting choices because when they were little, um, Super Nanny was very uh, new and I spent a lot of my children's <laughs> time on the on the, I don't like the naughty step. I like time out. I call it. So I, I spent my children spent a lot of time on time out. But in schools, I saw the effect of that of that super nanny era because children came into school and didn't respond to time out because they spent them their early childhood sat on the naughty step, <laughs> so they weren't even bothered anymore. It was like go on me there I like it you know so for me it's very difficult but it, discipline is so difficult because the modern child has so many more rights than they did before and the thing about them is they know their rights you know a famous phrase uh, you know in my house a while ago was if you don't say that or if you do that mum I'm going to call child line and I'm going to tell them and I was horrified. I was like, what do you mean you're going to call child line? That's ridiculous. And now if they say it to me, I said, go on and they will put the phone down on you and tell you how lucky you are. Because it's like, it's like a trickery sometimes as they get older and the discipline becomes harder almost, doesn't it? I mean, how, I think the world has changed a bit, hasn't it? I know when I was a child, I kept, you know, if I, if I was naughty, I'd get a whack. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's not the, the done thing today Um, and I think interestingly I think it's also can be challenging for people uh, I talk to a lot of my friends who experience this you know their parents have grandparents have a view about how the children should be brought up and we live in a slightly different era and we do it slightly different and that can cause tension as well yeah that's that definitely I would agree with you definitely there because I know um recently I had an incident and my mum was like you must do this and you must stick to it but actually what I wanted to do was do it differently and again I think it comes down to that giving yourself permission to do it differently especially if you've got um your parents are involved in your children's lives as well because they they do have a, a say I mean my mum helps me a lot with my childcare when I'm away so I feel beholden to her but I don't think her way is necessarily right anymore because my children are very different to me so often now um, I, I use um, sort of a, 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 I stand back really and quietly and think what is the best way forward with this before I, I, I do and I don't scream and shout whereas I think I did a little bit of that um, a couple of years ago where I just you know I was like just do it this is what I want but actually I don't think that works anymore I think you need to be extremely calm with your children and especially as they get older when they're three um, you can see in your son that he's already starting to learn what rewards means. But I think time and attention to your children is a reward. I was reading a quote, you, you know that I love Manchester United. Um, I was reading a quote about 
Sir Alex Ferguson said that he always says well done to his players because all players and human beings just need that said to them every now and again. Yeah. I think that's very important. <clears throat> and telling you them that you love them as well. Yeah, I think that's important. And that wasn't something that was popular when we were younger either, was it? No. No, my, my, my children, my little one just repeats it all the time. Daddy, I love you. Daddy, I love you. So it's because we've, we've said it so many times to him, I guess. And it isn't that important. I think that's really important to know that. And I think even, even for me, in the worst circumstances with your children, they have to know they love you. And it might be that you just might say, look, I'm not understanding what you're doing right now, but I still love you. And I think that's really important because a lot of behavior stems from other issues, I think, as well. And, and how, how do you, we've just got a couple of minutes left till the next break, but you know, we mentioned that point about staying very calm. I mean, do you have techniques for parents to stay calm? Because, uh, you know, I, 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 put, think... I put my hands up. There are moments in my life with my children where I just get to a point and um, I do shout back at them. Um, I know. I, I, and I feel very guilty about it afterwards. But um, it seems do you, sometimes... Do you know what the best yeah. ever thing for me um, and I think you've had him. On, I think you've had him on your show. Is Paul McGee's sumo? No, no, I haven't had Paul yet. Well, his his principles um, for me. I actually had them made as a poster, uh, 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 an actual um, poster, and put in my house. And I gave all the children a a postcard of his principles because one of the principles is how important is this on a scale of one to ten. And how much will this matter in six months' time? Mm. And I think in a child's life, six months' time, there's a million things in your three-year-old that will be different in six months' time. And I think that's that's what we've got to do as adults. We've got to remain calm. And the other thing that I often say is you are the adult. Because when we lose control, smacking for me is one of those things. It's a reaction. It, it, it's to, to alleviate you, really. And so is shouting a little bit. Because, and, and I'm as guilty as anybody because I, when, I'm, when I'm stressed and I'm trying to do something, I'm like, just do it! <laughs> and, and my neighbours must just think, well, who is that woman? <laughs> but... Um, I think it's about reflecting and having something. So whenever I am, I kind of go and stand by this poster and just take a deep intake of breath and think to myself and then go back and deal with it. Because sometimes when you're in the situation with your own children, emotion takes over more than anything else. And you, you do, I think when you lose it, in it, whether it be smacking or shouting or whatever, then the child, the child comes to expect that from you. And it's like a vicious circle. It's a bit like the rewards as well. And again, it comes down to what is best. I think it's best to always reassess it, almost like your business really, isn't it? We, we SWOT analysis is our business all the time. And it's almost like in your parenting, you have to do that because it changes. Your children change. Things change. Great. Well, we're going to go to commercial break again. And after the commercial break, there's going to be lots more content to come. So do stay on the line and we should be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. From the 
the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. I'm with uh, Chris Cooper of BeMoreGMore.com. I'm with Jeanette Besson-Wood, and we're talking about how to be a great parent as well as a busy professional. So, Jeanette, uh, what help do you think that children really need from us in 2013? I think they need time. I think they need time with you. I think that's the key. And And I'm not saying massive amounts of time. Stop, you know, do this. You must be doing two hours a day but what I am saying is they need time the famous the famous things that have always been there in family are disappearing more and more so I think it's got to be about bedtime it's got to be about tea time and like you say it's tricky isn't it because we work these long hours now and those times are often time where we just want to flop down I know if I've been speaking and traveling and then I come home and I've been with people all day I don't feel as sociable at home as I perhaps am at work but I have to just give that extra 15 minutes before I I have kind of time where it's quiet and I I think everybody's satisfied then we often as well it it revolves around television because the television is big in in children's lives and I think if you can watch something with them and interact for example um, 
when I'm watching a, a reality program where, you know, the famous, uh, where the, the talent shows, I kind of pause it and I say, what do you think they're going to say to each other? And, the, and of course, they always, my teenagers always go, oh, mom, don't do that. We're watching it. But with pause TV, you can interact with your family and the telly, can't you? And, and that's nothing. Uh, yeah. Good, good point. So what happens when, do you recommend for people when, you know, sometimes relationships break down and there's divorce? I mean, how do you, how do you maintain being a great parent during that sort of process? I think then you've got to leave the, the actual relationship behind you when you spend time with the child. I think over and over and over we see in society parents using children as part of the divorce process. And um, there's lots of publicity about different things, but I think it's got to be, you, I think you can be divorced and still have a successful family. You know, my mum and dad divorced when I was 15 and um, my brothers are all successful and I'm successful. And it's kind of that stigma, isn't it, around uh, divorce and it's still there in society but actually you can be a single parent and it's tough because there's only one of you so you've got to you could you have a, you've got to kind of talk to yourself in the mirror a little bit about <laughs> what do you think about this I think this because that's the great thing about two parents I know that um, my uh, husband and I he isn't my children's father but he parents them and it's great having two of us to kind of have that conversation but I know when I was divorced and and it's very difficult to parent your children without letting the other person affect you but I think that's got to be really important I, I met a dad actually a single dad at a book signing the other week and um, he was saying I'm doing this with him and I'm doing that with him and I think that's it it's it doesn't matter whether you're getting divorced or you're you're together do it time is so important there's actually outside this door is time is short but it's great for sharing is on a board in the school just outside the door and I thought that's quite significant isn't it because it is that's it time is great for sharing even if it's just 15 minutes or 10 minutes yeah so is, is it about because because sometimes that is a challenge for for busy people is that, that that thing called time is it about when you when you have the time then make sure it's quality time yeah. I mean, I'm as guilty as anybody because I have Twitter and Facebook like you and I have emails to my phone. And so I'll be having time, but I'll be checking them, which then takes you out of that time. So I, I saw something uh, recently which I've started doing and it's called the phone pile on. So when you're all together doing something, you set a time and it sounds very controlled. And I'm like, really, that's really controlled. But actually, I did it and it worked. So we have like a basket and everybody has to put their phone in the phone pile, especially you can imagine all of the teenagers have a phone, of course, because it's modern society. So we put them in the phone pile. And you can see almost at first everybody itching, including me, to sort of like, oh, it's in the phone pile. I, what's it doing? But what happens is you focus on the people you're with. 
because it's an easy distraction. And I was thinking to myself, in meetings now and in conferences, it's okay to have your iPad up, isn't it, on the table? Not so much your phone still, but in the in, in most meetings, people have their iPad. But you don't know if they're on Twitter or Facebook, if there's wireless in the room. They could be, could they? So it's about focus, isn't it? And with family, that's so important. Maybe it's not so important in a conference. <laughs> I'd like to think if I was the speaker, it would be. But if it, in a conference situation, in a family situation, it's about making that time together important. And, and what about um, you know parents? They also deserve time to themselves, surely. Oh, I'd love some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, my husband and I said. Because my, my husband, who, who I got married to, I call him the Geordie Prince. I married him last year. Um, he has two children as well. So half the time we have six children all together. So we have my four all of the time. And then half the time of that, we have six. And we said to each other the other day, I would just, we would just love to go and see. Star Trek. We really like Star Trek and the new movies come out. We were like, I'd really love to go and see Star Trek. And I said, I think you might have to wait till it comes out on Sky because we just, we don't ever have anybody. And I think that's because we've got a big family to look after them because we work. All our kind of childcare tokens are taken up in the work time. Mm. I think time for parents to be adults is really important. Yes, yes, that's quite a big ask, isn't it, for for friends or or, or sitters or whatever. So, could you do you mind just sort of popping around for the evening and uh, and uh, just uh, keeping an eye on our six teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I, I'd love to. No yes. one said yes yet, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, please can I come? <laughs> <laughs> Even my brothers say that my brothers don't have any children themselves. Um, and they say to me, no, we'll look after one or maybe two, but we wouldn't have all four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it, but it, you're right. It is important because I think but but then I always think as long as you don't do something like that sounds brilliant for your birthday where you're going to do that and you met him how exciting is that and having that time to be free and kind of we you were being childlike really weren't you because you were at a concert and you were probably singing and dancing I hope you were and um, having that lovely time and I think that makes you a better parent when you come back because you've had that time to enjoy yourself again. But I think it, it's the, it's making, again, when you're working and you're running a successful business, it's actually having that time to do that, isn't it? It is. I think one, one year, I'm actually, <clears throat> for my wife's sort of Christmas present, because we hadn't spent a lot of time together, I, I actually booked some things up during the year. So I booked a number of different events and theatre trips and things like that and kind of presented them as part of a Christmas present so we had things to look forward to every every other month yeah. and then we had to find the talent said of course was to find the babysitters to look after them for these sort of five events or whatever but that worked really well that's that's what I always think it must be a shock like I had my children in my 20s 
and I know a lot of my friends have waited e- even one of them just recently is is 43 and she's just had a, a baby and I think it must be such a shock to your system because I actually didn't have a lot of child free years if you like I thought I was over the hill at 22 but obviously I wasn't now <laughs> I think that but I think it must be difficult now with people having children later in life because they've had more time on their own where you just go out without your baby seat. But actually, that must be a shock to the system. And one of my friends who is a highly successful businesswoman, she she had a baby in her late 30s and she said they went out one day and they got in the car and they were like, brilliant. And then they were like, oh, the baby. And they'd actually left the baby upstairs in it, in its chair because they'd forgotten they had a baby because they were so used to their life pre-babies. The <laughs> <laughs> only thing I would say, I think I think you get a sort of benefit at each end of, you know, at the different ends of your life because if you have them earlier, then you get a benefit in that you're still relatively young, hopefully, when they're, they're out being independent and you can do things. For me, I managed to do a lot of things and travel and do the things that I wanted to. And then I think my first son, my son was born when I, I was 38, my, my eldest and my youngest when I was 42. But actually, I, I don't begrudge it at all because I know I had all of those things of freedom and, and I so wanted it. I was so ready for it um, that, I mean, there's occasional times we think we'd lo- you know, love a bit more time, particularly together, to do things. But uh, I think I appreciate them more. I think I'm a better parent now than I would because have been. Because you've had time. Yeah, because I've had the time. And I think, see, for me, having them young, it's a great perspective, isn't it? Because for me, having them young, like this morning at quarter past seven when the pumping bass was on and the rapper was singing out loud and I was laughing to myself thinking it's quarter past seven in the morning, I, I'm still young enough to quite like their music. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I was giggling to myself this morning thinking, oh, I don't quite mind, dizzy rascal. <laughs> I'm just, I just um, realising that we've only got about a, a minute and a half left. Um, okay. I'm enjoying talking to you. So just very, very quickly, tell us what, Jeanette, the, what the Jeanette Shares programme is. Jeanette Shares is about exactly what we've been talking about, about the fact that our, our societies love this kind, this Jeremy Kyle uh, kind of parenting where people don't know who the father is or, you know, they've done something. I would actually like to promote all those people who are parenting, working and sitting at home worrying about whether they're actually being a good parent or not. I think that's what my show is going to be about. And it's also going to be about as talking as parents about our issues and about the different uh, types of parenting that's going on. Um, I've got a lady who talks about just using kindness as a parenting tool. And I've been taking tips and trying to work these things into my parenting. She doesn't believe in, um, you know, like star charts and things like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop you there. Can okay. you just very quickly give us, uh, is there a, a place people can access this or an email address for you that people can yeah, go? Yeah, we've got Jeanette Shares on my website, which is just www.jeanettebatten.com. Fantastic. Well, Jeanette, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. I hope you've enjoyed. Yeah, I have. Thank you for having me on.
Very welcome. And if you've got any questions or feedback, please send them to Chris at BeMoreAchieveMore.com. Leave them on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash BeMoreAchieveMore. Subscribe to the newsletter and uh, I will send out uh, shortly uh, an update of uh, all the guests and things that are coming on. Next week, we've got Tony Wilson on the show. And Tony is going to talk about I Inspire Me, about the principles of practical leadership. Um, it will be a fascinating show. Tony's business operates in 27 cities in 12 regions around the world. And uh, he's in-depth studied over 50 inspirational leaders. So expect next week's show to be absolutely peppered with examples that will bring his concepts to life. So I should look forward to speaking to you again next week. And thank you very much, Jeanette Bassonwood. Bye. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.